Oh yeah. NFL week dose. It's time to get the picks in with Can't Miss Mitch. Hit the high porn. Let's go. What's good, everybody? I am Micah. I'm joined by Brad, and of course, the one and only, our professional tout, Can't Miss Mitch. How's everybody doing today? Brad, Mitch, how are you? I'm hanging in there, brother. How you doing? Uh, just another day in quarantine hell, fam. Mitch, how are you living? Man, I just, all I need is action, man. <laughs> I can't stand my job. I can't stand my day-to-day. Just give me action. Give me games. That's all I want. This is the week for you, then. There is an extreme amount of Apex Sports action going on this week. I'm glad you mentioned that, because we are recording live from the MyBookie studios, and even though the three of us are all in different locations, there are now three MyBookie studios. And the best place to bet everything happening this week, major championship golf, the NFL, college football, uh, basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, baseball. I'm sure there's soccer. I'm sure there's a million other things going on. It's at MyBookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR, one word, BACKDOOR, and they will double your first deposit. So if you put in up to a thousand bucks, so up to a thousand dollars, you put in a thousand bucks, you're playing with two thousand. Hell, if you put in twenty bucks, all of a sudden you got forty bucks to play with. You put in a hundred, you're playing with two hundred. That's my bookie, the best place to bet. Use promo code backdoor, one word. Brad and I have been partnered with my bookie for five years now. These guys are legit. They pay. They know what they're doing, and they have the best user interface on the damn internet. I don't know what else to say. Gambling's never been more socially acceptable. It's never been better in America. It's never been a better time to be a gambler, and there's so much action this weekend. Do it now. Go to MyBookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR. I can't scream it from the rooftop loud enough. Help us out. Give it a shot if you're looking for a place to wager. MyBookie, promo code BACKDOOR. How would we do there? You did great. You forgot that there is. I blacked uh, out for a second. There are uh, election bets available there. There are Emmys bets available there. UFC. There is so much yeah, action. You can bet on this TV. Book. You can bet sports. Anything you want at my book. Use promo code backdoor. I blacked out in, in the middle of that, but I think people are going to like it. Hey, a couple of the programming notes. Uh, at some point, Brad and I are going to talk uh, about Game Seven in the NBA. There's there's some crazy stuff happening. Uh, plus, we'll do a little college football preview. There's not a lot to talk about this weekend, to be honest with you. Uh, in fact, there's almost nothing. You but mean outside of we'll, of football? Well, college football. Mm. There's not too much exciting things happening. But the, the Big Ten is back. I see. Uh, apparently. Uh, we'll <laughs> talk about that. Brad and I will be back at some point this this week to break to preview college football and talk about what's happening there. Mind of Micah is truly lit this week. On Tuesday, we talk politics, which I'm sure people are going to hate and call me a cuck. On Thursday, the episode that went live this morning, I was joined by Kayla Haby. Wow. A woman Brad and I used to work with who is known as, yeah, she's launched a new uh, website called The Bitchin' Chef. Oh. And it's quite fun. You'll enjoy it. So we had a nice, uh, it's the return of the Micah interview on Mind of Micah. And, uh, of course, the Read of the Week newsletter. If you haven't subscribed now, I mean, what are you doing? That link is in the description to this podcast. It is lit. All right, let's get into the algo, uh, the VIA algo, uh, value index algorithm, as it's known. Mitch is here. Last week, by the totals that we came up with, Mitch went 8-4, and four, including hitting on his best bet, which was the under uh, for Real Chargers quick, Micah, Bengals. Real quick, Micah, before you go on. Pretty spectacularly. 
Go ahead. Quick disclaimer. The algo starts week four of NFL. We, we harped on it last week. Just going to make the quick disclaimer this week. For the first three weeks, we are doing human Mitch picks, and then Mitch's algorithm, the machine, kicks in. So just keep that in mind. These right. Last week was Mitch's human picks, this week's human picks, next week's human picks, then the algo. So let's go. But keep in mind, Mitch went 8-4 and four last week, including hitting his lock of the week, which was the Chargers-Bengals under 43, the combined point total 29. So you Unsurprising, had that long the genius show. behind the algo is also pretty accurate. Yep. So uh, eight and four locks of the week. You're, if you're betting with Mitch, you're already up four units. Uh, Mitch, how are you feeling about this week's action? First off, let's talk about last week's action. You know, I yep. mean, it was it was great to have football on, right? Although I got to tell you, I tuned in to a lot of games. The first and foremost, I wanted to see how Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. Um, looked and and it looked okay i gotta be honest though the the first part of those early games just felt snoozy to me i mean you had romo and nance just joshing on the fact that there weren't any fans there i think they somebody punted on fourth and one and they go yeah the fans didn't really like that i mean it was it was sleepy I, i had a tough time getting into it but as we had better games and, and, and things started to shape up, um, you started getting that blood flowing and that adre- adrenaline going. So uh, it was great to have football back, man, for sure. And it's great to come out uh, banging the bookie. That's always a fun time. Yes, it was a little weird. Uh, I would say my big takeaway from the, the first week, though, the football was pretty good. It felt like pro football. It didn't feel like preseason. There weren't a, an overwhelming number of penalties I feel like the refs might have been might have been told not to throw a bunch of penalties. Um, the football was good, and I will say this: at one point, I looked up during those noon games, and Mitch Mitch's picks were like seven and one. Yeah, came out the gates firing. Other than the Texans, very hot. Yeah, we were all wrong on the Texans, but what are you going to do, Brad? Do you have any thoughts watching football yesterday or Sunday? No, I I mean I mirror y'all's sentiments pretty closely. I I just. I really enjoyed it being back. I obviously, I mean, I got nothing more than very obvious proclamations to make. So I, I say we just jump in a week too. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with Thursday night game, 7.20 p.m. As always, the Battle of Ohio, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Cincinnati lost a heartbreaker, uh, although Cincinnati stinks. Uh, Joe Burrow looked pretty good. He made a terrible mistake on a shuffle pass interception, and they still missed a field goal is it Randy Bullock the kicker who missed the field goal and then immediately fell down pretending that he had hurt himself which I would do 100% of the time if I missed the only uh, kicker injury I'll ever remember is uh, Grammatica tearing both ACLs on a celebration was it Martine or was the other Grammatica I forget irrelevant Um, hilarious nonetheless yeah Uh, I love seeing I mean I kind of liked it for Randy Bullock just to pretend like you just blew out your leg like somebody like a sniper got you Uh, Cleveland got embarrassed against uh Baltimore as we I think all three of us were on that or at least I know I was that was my lock of the week I knew Cleveland was going to self-destruct Cleveland is a six-point favorite at home against Cincinnati uh, over under is 43 uh, Mitch let's start with you what do you think about this number yeah I mean look the line opened up at seven and a half it quickly jumped down to six I don't know if it just stays there and, and it very well might 
Um, Cleveland's going to bounce back. Look, Baltimore is an incredible team. This is a Super Bowl uh, contender. Um, and like I said last week, it was going to be too much for Cleveland to handle. I think Cleveland uh, wins this game. I think they cover. Look, Joe Burrow, he looked fine. Um, we knew it was going to be a very low-scoring game. Um, for those low-scoring games, you tend to side uh, with an underdog. Um, the betting public is almost split on this, 51% uh, on, um, on Cleveland uh, and uh, 49% on Cincinnati. So uh, Vegas has that line sitting right. Um, it might creep back up to uh, Cleveland at seven points. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with uh, Cleveland here. I think they're back on track. and This is a better team than, than what they look like. They were just up, a, up against a very, very tough assignment in Baltimore. That's true. I'll take Cincinnati. Just I don't. I, I just don't think Cleveland should be favored against anyone by six points. I'm just. I don't believe this team until they show me otherwise. Which maybe they will uh, tonight. Brad, you have any thoughts on on the thir- the Thursday nighter? Just that the Bengals narrowly uh, got out of uh, the Chargers game without a win. It was a pass interference on um, at the end of the game that really negated That's the true. touchdown. That's AJ Green. That exactly. Uh, Pass interference that negated a touchdown, then the missed field goal. You're right; they that, had two opportunities to tie or win the game. That being said, um, I think Browns back Browns bounce back as well. I think, yeah, it's it's a tough indicator when you're playing versus and what I mean. Baltimore is a juggernaut in the regular season, uh, still to be determined on playoff performances. But yeah, I think that's the best team in the regular season, if not. Uh, a Super Bowl favorite That's going true. into the uh, playoffs. So, yeah, I, I don't take too much merit from that. All right, looking ahead to Sunday, we have 10 early games, which is great. We have three late games, and all three of them are bangers. They're all good games in the afternoon. We're going to pick all three of those. Normally we only pick five games, but we're going to pick seven because there's seven really good games this week. Uh, a great Sunday night or perhaps the best best game of the week on paper is Sunday night. The Monday night game is pretty decent. Uh, a reminder, we will pick that game on our Monday episode. So without further ado, let's get to our featured games. L.A. Rams at Philadelphia. This game is a pick em. Uh The Rams, of course, beat the Cowboys, the no-good-for-nothing trash Cowboys last week. Uh, Philly choked to the Washington football team, got up 17 nothing, looked great in the first half, lost 27-17. Who knows what to think here? The over-under is 46, and it is a pick em. Mitch, what are you thinking? Yeah, so this line opened up three and a half, quickly dropped to a pick 'em. And so a lot of money coming in on the Rams. I thought three and a half was very generous. The Rams are getting no respect. You look at the line movement that happened before that Cowboys game, and the Cowboys were favorites. They looked very, very good. They looked like a solid team. Um, I was impressed with some of the, 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 uh, the throws that Goff made. Um, more impressed with the Rams' defense. And look, if, if Philly struggled with Washington's front line, uh, this is going to be a rude awakening. And although this is on the road, um, I like the Rams to come out with a win here at a pick uh, I really do. I think this is a great, great football team um, against a team that isn't so good. And so the Rams are back on, on track. They're done with their Super Bowl hangover. Um, and they're headed to the playoffs. Rams all day. I like it. Brad, what do you think? Rams all day. 
And I mean, I think the Eagles will be better when their running back gets healthy. I think that they've got some major holes in the backfield that exacerbate how bad that offensive line is. They can't get any protection. Uh, yeah, I like Rams all day, especially as a pickle. One, one thing I'm going to mention, the one thing I don't like about this, 73% of the public are on the Rams on this one. So a lot, a lot of money on the Rams early on. Yeah, that's a little scary. I like the Rams, too. I think that Philly offensive line is just terrible. It's beat up. And Aaron Donald and, and those guys will get after their quarterback. And I think that's trouble for Philly. Uh, I like the Rams, and, and I like the Rams maybe maybe by a couple touchdowns here. Um, so we're all on the Rams. Let's move on to Atlanta at those dirty dog Dallas Cowboys. This line opened at 7.5 and, and has now shrunk to 4.5. Atlanta put up about 1,000 yards and 1,000 points last week and still got their ass kicked. Uh, the Cowboys just pathetic uh, with terrible coaching decisions, execution, uh, and questionable offensive pass interference call, but that's a whole other story. Uh, as I mentioned, open at 7.5, down to 4.5 quickly. The over-under on this one is 52. So this is one of, I think, believe the highest scoring over under of the week. Mitch, what do you think here? Yeah, I think uh, Dallas is getting a little too much credit as indicated by that significant line movement, almost two and a half points uh, in just a couple of days. And so um, I've got actually 91%, point, uh, 91% uh, yeah. uh, that line opened up at, at seven and I'm seeing uh, four and a half, right? Yeah, I had it opening at seven and a half, but oh, got I'm it. going okay. down to four and a half. Um, but yeah, so. Still. Not 91% of the betting public uh, early on is, is favoring the Falcons. And um, I got to say, I, I think the Falcons four and a half, I think this is probably a three point game and the Falcons have, have, you know, a good chance to, to hang in there. Um, I could see like a 28, 27 uh, last second field goal winning last second score winning. Um, I like the Falcons plus four and a half. I think they're loaded on offense. Um, you look at what the Falcons did. I mean, I think they had three different receivers that had over a hundred yards, yards each. And, um, yes, you know, like I said I last week, Seattle, Seattle's a really good team. Um, this, you can't have an overreaction when these solid teams are facing, um, really, really good teams. And so, um, too many injuries too. Let's not forget about that. I think that linebacker, uh, uh, injury, um, uh, Vanderash for the Cowboys with Vanderash. Yeah, Vanderash. I also got to be issued. I also got a notification that Sean Lee is hurt again. I didn't know Sean Lee was still playing for the Cowboys. That man's always yeah. Hurt. It always seems like that linebacking. Speaking core of white linebackers major, that are hurt all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the over in this one. That's my my comfortable betting zone right there. I think this both teams put up a shitload of points. Uh, that's that's where I'm leaning on this one, over 52.5. I'll take Atlanta. Sean Lee expected to be out six weeks with the hernia injury, which is incredible. Um, all right, moving on. Detroit at Green Bay. Detroit just gave a game away. Actually looked really good through three quarters last week against the Bears, led by 17 points in the fourth, and then blew a lead to Mitch Trubisky, of all people. Uh, Green Bay scored a ton of points against Minnesota. They were ready and uh, went on the road and got a win in week one. Green Bay is a six-point favorite. Aaron Rodgers looked incredible, and the over-under is 49. Mitch, what do you think? 
Yeah, well, you know what I think. I loved Green Bay last <laughs> week, and you guys were giving me problems. Uh, you know, like I said, they went 13-3 and three last week. They look really good. I think Minnesota's going to have, you know, a so-so 500 year. Um, you know, and, and Green Bay did exactly what I thought they would do, and that's tear up that secondary. Um, I, I, I like Green Bay here. Um, they're gutted, man. Green, uh, Detroit's gutted on, on, uh, in the secondary. Um, and Trubisky came back because that, uh, that secondary in Detroit is just banged up. Um, if you think if Trubisky could do that to a secondary, imagine what Rogers is going to do. And Devontae um, he's going to carve that up, right? He's going to carve that secondary up. Um, this line opened up at six. It stayed staying at six. And you've got um, slightly uh, of a betting public uh, favoring Green Bay at 55%. Um, I do like Green Bay here uh, to win by double digits. I'm with you. This is almost a lock of the week for me. The whole Ooh. thing with the with the, the the backfield, the defensive backs of Detroit Lions, they're going to just get carved to death here. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, way too much. I I can't go against that bet. Don't bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially when you're the coach of the other team is a giant fat loser in Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia <laughs> looks like he could die at any minute. He he has gotten as fat as Anthony Reid. It is scary. I don't like to see it. And he also had one of the most asinine quotes after the game last week. Uh, this week, some reporter asked him, like, you know, does he take any blame for not being a good coach in the fourth quarter? And he said, well, I think it's been proven that uh, I made one of the greatest plays in the history of football in the fourth quarter in the past. So, you know, it's not my thing. Alluding to Malcolm Malcolm Butler's interception five years ago in the Super Bowl. Like, get the fuck out of here. What a prick. Mm. Uh, so we're all on Green Bay. I'll take it. All right. Let's End move to the, the afternoon. afternoon games. Uh, all three of these, as I said, are, are pretty good. I mean, this one maybe on paper, uh, you've got two, two undefeated teams, uh, in Washington at Arizona, Arizona is a six and a half point home favorite. The Washington football team who nobody expected to do anything all season came back with an amazing win in game one. They trailed 17, nothing at halftime. Ron Rivera, who has cancer, got an IV at, in the locker room. And they came out and whipped their ass 27 nothing in the second in the second half to win the game 27-17. Chase Young is scary. That defensive line is really good for Washington. Um that's about it, though. Arizona looks great. Uh they go to San Francisco and beat the 49ers in week one. Uh you've got Kyler doing his thing, running around. I heard somebody, uh, actually Chuck Todd, the uh, moderator of Meet the Press was on the Tony Kornheiser show today, and he uh, he compared Kyler Murray to a uh, Tecmo Bowl player, the way he just sort of like zigs, zigs and zags around and then throws the ball. Okay. Uh, Arizona with an impressive week one win. They are six and a half point favorites at home. 47 and a half is the number. Mitch, what are you thinking here? Yeah, I, look, I, I like Arizona, and, and they are a very sexy NFC team. And I should I mention be one other thing. DeAndre Hopkins had, I think, like 18 targets. Like, they are just throwing the football to him all the time. And they should because he's a really good football player and the Texans are morons. Go ahead, Mitch. He's the best He's the best wide receiver in the game. And Kyler Murray is proving that uh, he is an NFL quarterback. And I really didn't think that he would have much success. Um, San Fran, I said it last week, I think they're going to have a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover. 
Um, you get, you now have, you know, George Kittle went out. Um, it's not going to be that same uh, year that we saw San Fran have last year for sure. Um, and Arizona's for real. They're legit. They've got a great defense. Um, and this is not a banged up team. This is a healthy team. Um, Washington faced a very depleted uh, Philadelphia Eagle team uh, on the road, headed to the West Coast. Um, I, I like Arizona. It's probably going to feel a little closer uh, than it should. But I think at the end of the day, Arizona is going to pull away. I would probably feel a little better buying this down to six points. And, you know, again, another scary early on indicator, 99% of the betting public uh, is on Arizona. Extremely scary. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I I have similar sentiments as the public. I'm I'm with the cards. I'm with uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I do think that those Washington rookies, especially Chase Young, monsters looked incredible. Bright future ahead, but yeah, I can't see them competing on the road against uh, this Cards team. They looked tough as hell this, last year, last week, and yeah, I'm I'm all Cards. This is probably a bad move, but I'm gonna ride with Washington here. I just feel like uh, Ron Rivera knows what he's doing. I feel like Carolina was always they might lose, but they never got beat by more than a field goal. And I think that's going to happen here. The the Cardinals played a ton of close games last season. I think these teams are probably a little bit closer in talent than we might think. Micah loves the Washington W's. <laughs> yes, the Good football team. All right, uh, moving on. Baltimore at Houston, a game that looked a lot better before Houston just shat themselves last Thursday against probably the best team in football, though. And now they place... Perhaps the second best football team in in professional football. This is rough. tough start to the season. This game in Houston, the uh, Texans are getting five points. Fifty one and a half is the over under, which is pretty high, second highest number we've seen. Uh, Baltimore looked amazing in Week One, obviously uh, kicking the shit out of Cleveland, but we'll see what that means. Uh, Baltimore at Houston. What do we think here? Well, I'll jump in. You know, first and foremost. Um, you look at that Houston game last week and, you know, they came out, they scored first. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Casey just, you know, got a couple of breaks and they went up. But towards the end there, the Texans had a chance to cover. And um, had they not gone for two and just kicked the field goal, um, they actually, I believe, uh, would have at least pushed. Um, they hung in there. Um, here's the thing. I believe. Um, that Baltimore is a more complete team than Kansas City. Um, I think they're a better coach team. I think Lamar Jackson is more dynamic and certainly causes more uh, matchup issues um, for Houston than KC does. And that was indicated by the line as well, right? I mean, um, you look at – Baltimore's really not getting a lot of respect here. I mean, that line opened up at five and now it's at seven. Uh, most of the betting public is actually on Houston, 80%. And I'm going against the betting public here. I think seven points, I would buy that down to six. Um, but I think Baltimore uh, on the road has no problem handling uh, the Texans. 100%. I think that Baltimore defense is just too tough. And I think that's the, the key difference between them and Kansas City. Like Baltimore's just nasty they're tough and uh yeah i think they go in and hand it to the texans this is a rough start to the season for houston having to open up against those two monsters so i'm with you 
Yeah, I I feel uncomfortable knowing that you guys and 91% of the public are all on the same side here, but I'm going to ride with Baltimore. I agree with Mitch. I think they're they're extre- I don't know if they're better than Kansas City, but I think they're extremely well coached and they look like a juggernaut in week 1. And I I think you'd be foolish to bet against them. I'll take Baltimore and and you know, we'll see what happens with the Texans. Uh shit, maybe I want Texans. Hey, I, Mike, I don't know. By the way, uh it- Mike, eighty percent of the public are on the Texans plus seven. By yeah, way, not Baltimore. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I'll go with Baltimore. Fuck it. Let's let's ride. Uh, speaking about the Kansas City Chiefs, they are at the Los Angeles Chargers. This line is eight and a half points. The Chiefs, a road favorite. Uh, this opened at five and a half, so this is a th- another three point swing pretty quickly. Over under 47 and a half. The public loves the Chiefs, and with good reason. They look great against the Texans last week. They have all the explosion. They have all the returning starters. Uh, they are cohesive, you'd think, in a season without much practice time. That's all what you're looking for. Chargers uh, beat Cincinnati in a game that they probably shouldn't have at least won in regulation. Tyrod Taylor was like as perfectly Tyrod Taylor as possible. I, I, don't, I forget what his numbers were, but they were like 20 for 32 for 206. And, I mean, he is just so – you know exactly what you're going to get out of that guy. Uh, and I don't think you're going to get enough points to beat Pat Mahomes this week. Nobody thinks the Chargers are going to win this game straight up. It is a division game. Eight and a half points. Uh, that seems like a lot on the road. Mitch, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's – you know, this line has jumped two points, opening at six and a half, now at eight and a half. And you've got um, – 78% of the betting public on, on Kansas City. Uh, oh, man, this is one of those games that, that, that's scary. My, 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 my gut instinct says Kansas City uh, absolutely um, wins by double digits. I think this line is probably going to creep towards 10, maybe higher. So if you're going to jump on this game, I would get it in now. Um, that thing flips to – I actually think this game could get to 13, honestly. So I think there's a lot of uh, undervalued on, on KC. Um, but what they what, what Vegas is valuing is um, the, the Chargers' defense, and they've got a great defense. I don't think they have enough to contain uh, Pat Mahomes and crew. I really don't. And uh, so that – being said, I'm, I'm, I'm on Kansas City. A lot of chalk this week, I feel like. Um, feel a little bit like a homer. But um. <laughs> So my one point is, Kansas City, a nine-point favorite in Houston last week. I feel like Houston's better than the Chargers. I think they're a better team. I, think I they, agree. And so that alone makes me confident that KC will beat the Chargers by more than eight and a half points. Although, I mean, KC mopped Houston, so... If, if that is any indication, you can't just look at it apples to apples, but I kind of am here, and that's why I feel very comfortable, quite confident in the Chiefs minus 8.5. We'll see how the Chiefs look. This is a real important game in my mind as an indicator to whether this is going to be the ass-kicking team we think they can be. If they come out and beat the Chargers by three touchdowns, which I think we all believe they can, uh, that's a real sign that these dudes aren't messing around. I At 8.5, I think I'm on the Chiefs too. This feels like a 10-14 to 14 point win. Um if it does get to ten or ten and a half, I may I would be uh, like to change that. But at eight and a half, I'm on the Chiefs. All right, on to Sunday night. It's Mitch's beloved New England Patriots going to Seattle. Seattle, a four point favorite. The Seahawks at home 
uh, in front of what is traditionally a raucous, amazing crowd. They do not have that advantage now. Over-under is 45. Uh, both these teams won in week one. Cam Newton experience is off and running. I'm sure Mitch is going to have some thoughts on how that looked in week one. Uh, lots of lots of running the football for the Patriots. Seattle, uh, their defense looked great last week, and Russell Wilson was amazing. Maybe That's one of the, the story. best games ever. 31 yeah. for 35 for 322 and four touchdowns. Can I interest four you in touch. that? Are you kidding yeah, me? Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Let so, Russ cook. Seahawks, four-point favorites against Cam Newton's visiting New England Patriots. Mitch, your thoughts? Yeah, this line opened up at three and a half, creeped up a half point in Seattle's direction with uh, actually 67% of the public uh, that's now on New England. And I'm not sure why. Um, I'm, I'm a huge homer. We all know that, right? But here's the thing. Um, first off, Cam Newton, he's going to get himself into some trouble. Um, <laughs> you're talking about a quarterback uh, who's coming off a lot of injuries. He has not been able to stay healthy. Uh, McDaniel better do something quick and contain him a little bit because the way he's throwing his body out there, he's acting like he's still playing uh, for Auburn. And look, let's face it, he's a 31-year-old uh, quarterback. I think he's going to run into some problems. That was against maybe one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, Miami is not it's a true. good Miami's football terrible. team. That was at home. That was at home. Okay, um, for anybody that think New England looked good, and granted, they probably should have had an extra touchdown there with that touchback um, by Harry uh, on on a drive that looked pretty good. Here's the thing: New England's D is very, very good, and this team is built uh, for defense. I do still think the wide receivers and the overall uh, uh, size mismatch that Metcalf poses to even Gilmore um, or McCord. I think, I just think there's going to be a problem, especially for new England making a West coast trip here. Um, This is not the same new England team that I saw. This by no means is a super bowl caliber team. There's just no chance. There's not enough star power uh, on new England. Um, I, this is my lock of the week. Um, I love Seattle here. Wow. I love, love, love Seattle. Um, I'm buying this down to three points, um, but I absolutely think Seattle wins this game. Um, and I just buy those points just to make myself feel better, just as a bit of insurance. Um, but there's no question when I tell you this. Seattle wins this game. Seattle covers. This is my lock of the week. And ride the Hawks. I think that Pat's defense is washed by the the Hawks' defense. I think they're they're both really solid defensive units. I think the Hawks just have too many weapons on offense. I think if they're letting Russell Wilson cook, that's just too much. I don't think Cam can keep up with them. So I'm with you, man. I'm riding uh, Hawks. Gosh, Mitch, you make a compelling case. I do not want to go against your lock of the week. So I'm just going to stay away on this one. My rule generally is not to bet against Bill Belichick. I just think it's – I see a scenario where Bill Belichick just says, we've got Cam Newton, he's under contract for one year, let's just run him as hard as we can. And if he's banged up and his career's over, we just won't re-sign him. I mean, like, I think they're diabolical enough to do that. Um, yeah, but I, I, just I heard that they argument. they keep it within a field goal, but I don't know. 
I heard that argument, Mike. I forgot who brought that up. It, w- it was a compelling argument where it's like a rental car versus a car you own, and you'll <laughs> you just, just beat it. it up, right? You'll just beat that you'll thing go up, mental and, and you don't really care. Go mental in the rental. Exactly. Yeah, do, do do a bunch of don't do a bunch of donuts, uh, you know, uh, in in the middle of a grass field. Um, yeah, I I don't think Bill thinks like that. I think Bill wants to win this season, and it's not about just killing him for next season. It's about making sure that Cam can actually last to the next game. Forget about next season. Let's just worry about the next game. So I don't. I am not in that school that believes that Bill would just abuse. A, a player uh, because it's not his. This is a tryout. I think if Cam has a good, successful year, you know, I think Cam could have another two or three years in New England. So not a long contract, but, you know, they've got the cap space. There's no chance that we're going to be able to trade up for Lawrence or get a solid quarterback uh, in the draft. So I got to be honest, I think Cam could be, you know, a, a, a midterm uh, staple. Uh, in New England for the next, uh, you know, several years. So I don't, I'm not in that, that camp. Same. You don't right, want to so fall Mitch back is on, on Jared Seattle. Stidham either. Well, we'll see. Mitch, Mitch on Seattle, lock of the week. All right, let's go to Monday night. Brad and I will pick this game more in depth when we do our uh, Monday morning recap. New Orleans at Las Vegas, which is fun to talk about. Can you imagine the the flights going in and out of those two airports once we get fans back in these stadiums? Uh, the first game in the Vegas Stadium. Uh, Vegas is one and zero. New Orleans is one and zero. This can be fun to watch, even though you know, you know, everybody knows how we feel about Derek Carr, the ultimate beta male. Uh, he is giving six points at home. Over under is forty nine and a half. The public loves New Orleans. I would imagine, Mitch, you've got the numbers in front of you. Uh, what are you thinking? What's the public thinking? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. 81% of the public is on New Orleans. Slight line movement. New Orleans started uh, at minus 4.5. It's now creeped up to 5.5. I think that line might move up to 6. Um, fellas, guess where I'm actually going Friday? Where are you going? Come on. What are we talking about? Viva Las Vegas. Let's go. I am taking my winnings, and I am going to come back with a hundred grand. Ooh. Bolt suitcase, ready to rock. Um, I got to be honest. Um, I don't have a beat on this game. I really don't. This is a really tough cap for me. Um, if I have a lean, I'm definitely going to go on the side of the Saints um, just because I don't think the Raiders have a defense. I, I think Tampa had a better defense than um, what the Raiders have, and, and they still – had a big day. I do believe that Michael uh, isn't uh, uh, Michael Thompson out. Thomas out. He's I saw out, that right? he, he was in the news. I don't know if he's officially out or he is very questionable. questionable. I don't know if yeah. he's officially out yet. Yeah, but it's looking like he might or, be. This, this is why you know my biggest bet actually of the week last weekend was on New Orleans, um, and it felt so wrong. And we were sitting around with a couple buddies. Um, and we were watching this game, and <laughs> nobody felt Tom? easy. You know, look, I know Tom. I know Tom. I've been, you He's know, on your arm. with him for, for 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 quite some time. Tom has not been making great throws for the last few years. Okay, the last Super Bowl he won. Uh, you know, I think uh, there was one good completion to Gronk, and the rest of it was defense. Um, 
Brady has not been himself. And if you think that, you know, one player can make a difference or, or another player, and we saw that in Gronk, I, I knew he wouldn't be the same player. Gronk was irrelevant. Yeah. Did anybody see that? Gronk was irrelevant. Norland's team, this is a, this is, you know, I think it's, it, it's, it's a, a Seahawk, uh, New Orleans, Green Bay, the typical suspects. New Orleans is a, is a playoff caliber team. Um, what are the Raiders? I mean, let's be honest. The Raiders are the Raiders. Um, yeah, you know, the more more I'm talking about it now, I, I've just got uh, to go with uh, with with New Orleans. Although that line creeped up to six, and and I think people are going to jump on that. I think that line probably settles at six. Um, home dog, maybe they get a late um, backdoor cover uh, would be fitting on this. I could see that, but I think you'll be in control with New Orleans and feel pretty good about your bet for the most part. Mitch, what is what is your Vegas sports book of choice? Where do I hang out in Vegas? Yeah, where, where do you place your bets other than my book? Well, so when you're well, actually in so, Vegas, yeah. where are you betting? I'll be honest. I'm usually playing the tablers or I'm rolling dice, and I really like the convenience of of betting um, on my bookie. That to me is just easier. I will throw a couple of uh, twelve team parlays. Um, out there and we'll see what I do then. And and at that point, I really don't leave my hotel. I'll be at the Aria all weekend long. Um, (laughs) My wife gave me the pass. Is Uh, she she going with you? She is not. Uh And and I I did invite her. Well, it's not like that. The reason why I'm allowed to go is because I just gamble and we eat. And and that's all we do. Hanging out with you would be miserable if you were your wife. You just sit there in the hotel and wait for you to either win a bunch of money or lose a bunch of money, but you ain't coming back. The best part about having her there, um, especially when I start to throw a few back, she would come by and ask me for <laughs> chips and I wouldn't remember. And last time we oh, went, nice. um, Sunday morning, we wake up and I thought I had a couple of grand. I don't think I did too well. I, I actually thought I lost a few bucks. Well, uh, she opens the drawer next to the hotel room and there was about $2,500 in Aria chips there. And I just gave her a big wet kiss. And uh, <laughs> it was it was, it was was nice, uh. nice to have some form of parental unit there. But, yeah, I'll be in Vegas this weekend, boys. It's going to be a good one. She's like your governor. Like that's She a, keeps you from speeding. That's a wonderful feeling. That's yeah. a wonderful feeling. All right, let's go to the other games. We'll kind of do these in more of a lightning round. I think we got about five more, well, five or ten more minutes. Uh, Carolina at Tampa. Tampa, uh, this line is shocking to me. Tampa is a nine-point favorite at home in Tom Brady's first home game. Uh, Mitch, what what are your thoughts here? Carolina, Teddy Two Gloves, they kept the game pretty close, but uh, they seem a little overmatched on paper against Tampa, but do we think Tampa's any good? I don't think Tampa's that good, man. I really nine don't. Nine points I, is too I, many. I want to root. I, I, it's too, this is a division game. Um, absolutely. I love Carolina. You know, this thing opened up at eight. It's creeping up to nine, which I think is going the wrong direction. 86% of the betting public is on Carolina. And quite honestly, I I think they're right. This is way too much respect. I think you can slow this game down, give this ball to McCaffrey. And, and, you know, you're, I think you're, I think you're going to struggle. Bridgewater can manage this game. In fact, Bridgewater, I think, can manage a football game better than Tom Brady right now. Okay. I just said that. Okay. You've got Christian. That's the formula. You slow it down. You, you manage the game, you run the football. And I just don't see how they win this game by 10 points. 
Um, let's move on. Brad's got five minutes, so we got to we got to move a little quick. So Mitch is on Tampa here. Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a seven and a half point home favorite. Denver's banged up. Pittsburgh looked pretty damn good on Monday night. What are your thoughts about this one? I think both of those teams look really good, specifically their defense. I really love their defense. I was obsessed. I think Pittsburgh has a um, uh, an AFC uh, playoff uh, caliber team. Um, I really do. Uh, th- this this game uh, scares me just a little bit. I mean, you had uh, that line's at seven and a half. Um, I, I like Denver here. I like Denver to cover the seven and a half because I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Two very strong defenses. Uh, the Giants were not the same defense uh, that they're going to face with Denver, although Denver being on the road, they might be a different team. Um, I just really like Denver here, um, so I'm going with them. Nice. Love it. Uh, San Francisco at the Jets. San Francisco fell in week one at home. They are seven-point road favorites against the Jets, who look absolutely dreadful. Le'Veon Bell, I believe, is is out. He's on the injured list for the next three weeks, which is great. Glad I have him in my fantasy league. Uh, seven-point home dogs for the Jets, who just they look terrible. It looks like another miserable season. Mitch, you have any thoughts against them against San Francisco this week? I, I do, yeah. You know, look, the Jets faced a really good uh, Buffalo team, um, and I think that's the best team in the AFC East. I said it last week, so let's not overreact. And Buffalo, I believe, only won by 10 points. They covered, but they only won by 10. Uh, I think seven points here is a little too much. San Fran wins, escapes with a win, a three-point win. I like the Jets at home, um, traveling um, from one coast to another, uh, possibly Kittle being out. Betting public is on San Fran, sixty-six percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I and that that's trending towards San Fran. This line is funny to me. Um, I like the Jets here to cover seven points at home. Love it. Let's talk about Buffalo. They are at Miami in another division game. Brad, I'm sorry, I'm just talking over you. Miami is a five and a half point road dog at Buffalo. Or uh, I assume the public wants to be on Buffalo. Uh, did they show you enough to to give a touch? You know, to give six points this week. Uh, they absolutely did for me. Um, yeah, uh, teams that go down to Miami and lose, it's typically in November or December. Um, uh, this Buffalo team, again, I said it; they're complete. Um, you had a line open up at three and a half. That was way too much. It's now going to five and a half. I think that line might settle at six. Um, you've got. Um, the betting public um, on Miami actually quite a bit favorably sixty percent. So um, I like Buffalo here. I think I think they win by um, by double digits. Miami um, is a terrible football team, in my opinion. <laughs> some quick nice. some quick props to Mitch last week, who said on the show, "I think you're going to turn around and and Buffalo is going to be up seventeen nothing." When in fact they were up twenty one nothing in the first half last week. So you were all over that one. Uh, first quarter, Minnesota, but yeah, yeah. Minnesota uh, is a three-point underdog on the road at Indy. Phillip Rivers did not look particularly good. Uh, Indy just kind of had a stinker. Uh, What's it? Marlon Mack out for the year. Mm. Uh, Three points here. Uh, Minnesota getting three points on the road. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Mac being out, I don't, I don't think I mind it. Taylor was pretty impressive. I really liked it. Yeah. And then the other kid, Hines, big, big yeah. day. So he was a great, um, you know, third down back. Um, I, I, I like 
the Colts here to uh, to rebound. I don't think uh, they get away with covering the spread. I like the Vikings uh, plus the three points. Um, they will rebound. They'll look better than they did against a sleepy Jacksonville team. But Minnesota is going to get the cover here. All right, two more games in one minute. Giants at Chicago. This game sucks. The Giants are a five-and-a-half-point road underdog. Any reason – I mean, there's no reason to watch this game unless you're betting it. Mitch, can the the Bears start 2-0 and this week and cover five-and-a-half? There's no ch- – yeah, they could. They could. They could. I mean, anybody could. Um, look, seventy-six percent of the betting public are on the Giants. I think the public is right here. Um, I think uh, that six points is too much. The Bears are not impressive uh, at all, and I, I'm going to ride the Giants. I, I think Jones actually looked pretty good um, last week against a very, very tough defense, and so my money uh, is on the Giants. Nice. And finally, the last game, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee, an eight and a half point favorite. Um, I'm. I'll just say I like Jacksonville to keep this game within a touchdown. Eight and a half for Tennessee at home. Mitch, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of with you here. Um, I think you know Jacksonville uh, is going to be able to hang in there. Um, that line opened up at Tennessee minus eleven quickly to nine. It might settle right around. 10 maybe uh, but I like Jacksonville look Tennessee's a very good football team but they've obviously got some major kicking issues I don't think it's going to be the same kicking issues um, here's the thing with Tennessee and, and kind of what we've seen um, they've got great sustainable drives they can't close and so um, I think Jacksonville will, will, will hang around this is just too many points uh, for me um, not a I great game so um, nice Another I love great it. Brad, week, you got Mitch. any other closing thoughts? Yeah. No, I think the Jags are saltier than people are giving them credit for. I'm with you guys. Right with the Jags. But this is a good I episode, think Tennessee man. wins the football. Tennessee wins the football team game. They're just not. They don't blow anybody out. Eight and a half seems like too many. All right. So to recap, Mitch's lock of the week is Seattle minus four points. Although he suggests maybe buying it down. That's the Sunday nighter against New England. That's not uh, a suggestion. That's that's that's, that's a, a that's lead a pipe lock request buy that's the that request down to yeah three. You, you must yeah. buy it down to three and you can buy it down at th- to three and buy points on any game at my bookie using promo code backdoor we will be back later this week with brad and i talking about college football and hoops uh that's it let's get out of here brad hit that high porn uh mitch thank you as always for joining us follow mitch tell him where to follow the algorithm on instagram yeah, I'm glad you said that. Uh, we started an Instagram page. We promised to get it up and running and, and put some cool graphics. Uh, it's the Value Index Algo on Instagram, on IG. Follow it now and um, do it. Thanks for listening. All hey, right, buddy. Until next time. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>